Hello, Trust the Podcast fans. It is Joe Tuman, the host of this very podcast. I'd like to add a little disclaimer before the pod. I believe that we undersold Joel's game winner a little much. I kind of only acknowledged at the beginning, but that was a freaking awesome moment, and we were jumping for joy, and I don't think we really encapsulated that in the podcast. So I apologize for that, but with that being said, here's the one and only Cole Shapiro. Yo, what up? It's your boy, Cole Shep. This podcast is brought to you by my boy, Joey T and Tyrese Maxey. But right now, you know, we just maxing on the courts, hailing from the streets of South Philly. Sometimes it gets a little hectic out there. But right now, we go up you on how we just chill. What is going on, Sixers fans? Welcome back to another episode of Trust the Podcast. I'm once again joined by Eli Mendick. For another game reaction, what's going on, Eli? I'm fuck. I'm worn <laughs> out after that game. Yeah, it, it was rough. The Sixers <laughs> got the win after a. It, it was a thrilling win. We jumped right out of our seats when that happened. And Bede's big game winning three pointer got the Sixers in overtime, 104, 101. Game three win. We're up 3-0 in the series. A nice road win against Toronto. But let's say, let's talk about. Like how that game really was. That was an ugly performance from the Sixers. Let's keep it real. It was just not what we were hoping for after a commanding two wins at our home court. Uh, Eli, what? Before we get into specifics, what just what was the biggest thing you noticed from the Sixers? What really went wrong tonight? Even though we got the win, what was your take? Yeah, the I think this would be the biggest thing for most people: turnovers. For sure. What was the number? Twenty-two. 22? I thought it was gonna be more. 22, I mean 22 turnovers, and just like the turnovers where we're just throwing them across the court. Some of those passes. I don't like to see that from them. I don't. Yeah, and Maxi, I'm not going to kill Maxi because he's the GOAT, and I love him, but he did not do a good job point guarding out there tonight. You know, you could say Harden's the point guard. Harden had six turnovers of his own. He had some uh, shaky passes. Embiid, you know, and I said this about uh, coming into the series, Embiid, even though he's a great player, you know, he does at times, he will struggle when teams throw long defenders at him and they're double, triple teaming him. He had six turnovers of his own as well. He was able to shake it off, I guess. I mean, you can say he finished with a strong game, 33 points, 13 rebounds. He had that crazy block. He should have had a second one. They called him on a foul towards the end of the game. That was a clean block. So he should have had two blocks. Only got to the line nine times. We'll talk about that. And his shooting numbers were nice. And I, he even went three of eight from three, Eli. And we were killed. We were not happy with his shot selection. Talk about what you saw from Embiid tonight. The fake stat line. Yeah, it really was. It I is mean, a fake stat line. I mean, yeah, it just it didn't look like he had the energy in the first two quarters. Obviously, he came out in the third quarter, had eighteen points in the third. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, I just um, need to see the energy from the get go. I guess it it was a it was a struggle for first half. But at the end of the day, he still had 30, 33 points, and it looked like he struggled. My MVP. Absolutely. and Yeah, exactly. If that's a bad game for Embiid, we're not going to kill the man this podcast is pretty much named after, the process himself. But he, it, was not a, it was not a showing you have to be – you can be confident in – or happy with, rather. You can definitely be confident Embiid will bounce back from this. He was very good in, in the home games. But – Tonight, he did struggle with the double teams. He struggled really just, especially in the first half, as you touched on, he definitely struggled 
to match the energy the Raptors were bringing out, and they established a solid lead at half. The other thing, Harden, he fouled out. He wasn't there for overtime, so we had to go without him. Harden's still in 19 and 10. He had the double-double, but he had some turnovers of his own. He only had five th free throws, and he missed two of them, including uh, one towards the end there that wound up sending us to overtime. Uh, were you happy with, really, we can throw Maxine here as well. What about Maxine Harden? What just what were you seeing from them tonight as a backcourt? I don't know. It just looked like they, they played sloppy. Yeah. And, um... I gotta say, in that first overtime, I would have still wanted to see Maxi take that final shot. For sure. And or at the end of the fourth quarter, and then it ended up being Embiid, and he took an ISO step back <laughs> oh. three. That was that that hurt. That final possession was horrendous. I'm not gonna necessarily kill Doc because you you actually pointed this out to me. You're like, maybe Doc did tell them to let Maxi shoot it, but I thought Maxi should have taken that last shot. Uh, to win the game instead of going overtime. Instead, we had the Embiid step back, and then Tobias' horrific attempt to to lay the ball in to win the game. That was ugly to see as well. That was just a one of the worst possessions I've seen from a Sixers team in a long time. That was making me really mad. But then we got the win in the end. So looking at a positive side of things, 3-0 on the Raptors. We were without Matisse Thibel. We were joking. We were just yelling at the TV. It's like, put in Thibel. Where's Thibel? He's getting DNP'd, obviously. Not with us on the road because of the vaccine rules. But to not have one of our only really good wing defenders and still able to get the win, albeit very ugly, it's a good sign for the fact that we're going to escape from this first round. Are you still really confident with the Sixers team after tonight? Because this was a road game. At least they killed killed the Raptors at home. You know, I said 4-0 when I was on the podcast the other day, and I'm sticking with it. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. I, I, for sure, I think now that we're 3-0, I don't really see why we can't close this game out. But we, we didn't get to watch it. Obviously, we were watching the Sixers. But we saw a Nets-Celtics game go down to the wire. The Celtics wound up winning that. That seemed like a tough game based on how the score was looking at halftime, the way the Celtics came back. It was going back and forth for a bit. Kyrie and KD struggled. But just generally, when you look at the Nets, the Celtics, the Heat, we touched on the Heat on Monday. Is tonight a, a, Does tonight's performance make you a little wary that we can compete with those teams, or do you think it's just uh, chalk it up to just a weird first road game of the playoffs? Well, actually, I'm seeing this now. I think, we're, we, can, I think we can compete with them. It's not even, like, in this game, it wasn't even like it was Fred Van Vliet or yeah, Siakam that Siakam were killing us. Siakam and Van Vliet us. both had it's, really poor shooting nights. Precious Achua having oh, man. 20 points off the bench. I mean... 36 minutes for Precious. Just, yeah, 9 for 11 that. shooting. We're going to have to take 10 Advil after this game. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Gary Trent had a nice game without Thibel. I mean, we saw Gary Trent light us up without Thibel... In the regular season game, then he had a rough first two games of the series. He was sick last game. Tonight, he looked good. Uh, but o and OG Ananobi, the Jedi Master himself, he had a, he had one of the best games in terms of a playoff performance from him that I've seen from him. He was 4 of 9 from 3, 46 minutes. He played really well. And as you mentioned, Precious off the bench was a big impact. But yeah, you're right. I mean, we were able to keep with our defense. We were able to keep the Raptors' best players in check. But at the same time, my only concern, and I this is why I've been talking about the Sixers like this all year, I'm not sure this is necessarily a title team because I'm not sure that this team can really... I just don't know if they have the guts to do it in a seven-game series against a great team like that. I did pick them to beat the Heat, but like... But at the same time, we're the world, we're, we got the screen on right now. We see the Bulls beating the Bucks right now. So do you think maybe it's just... 
a lot of the teams up top of the East are all good. Do you think maybe it's just we're all going to be sloppy and whoever guts it out? Yeah, I just think the East is more competitive than the West. That's um, for sure. Obviously saying that, though, you see that the um, Timberwolves beat the Memphis. Grizzlies. So, like, it's it's the playoffs. You never know what's going to happen. I think I think we could – it all just depends on how our bench plays against the Heat, I think. For sure. And we mentioned the Heat's bench on Monday. They're definitely they're – de- they, the Heat definitely have a good bench. Our bench, all, the pl- all three guys were in the negatives and the plus-minus. That was definitely when – the Raptors did the their best was when the bench was playing a lot. I won't kill the bench though because Niang made some shots in the second half to help. Shake didn't really get an opportunity tonight. B-ball Paul, you know he he didn't play maybe as well as he did last game, but I didn't think he was horrific either. I really just think that my biggest concern for tonight is that they didn't have and Maxi he was only one of five from three, but I'm I'm concerned that Maxi didn't he wasn't more assertive. Do you think that Maxi were you happy with how Maxi played? I mean, obviously he didn't do as good as those first two games, but do you think there's a lot to criticize with him there? Or it's just, you know, first playoff road game really yeah. for him in a big role? Yeah, he's still at 19. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not terrible. It just seems like there wasn't a lot of focus put on him this game. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, I mean, we still got the win, but like I liked he also didn't shoot great from three tonight, Mm-mm. so you're, you're going to have an off game. You can't play like that every single game, but... I expect to see him more involved the next game. Yeah, I, would, I think he can tear up Fred Van. He's too fast for Fred, and he has. And we'll give—I'll give him credit. Actually, you probably agree with me. Fred Van Vliet had a rough game in Maxwell's Garden for most of the time. I thought he did yeah. a good job on defense. So I don't think his effort was lacking at all. Yeah. I love Maxi. I'm—I'm I'm always going to try and defend him as much as possible. So I think yeah, just an off night shooting. We know he's proven consistently all year. He's barren one of five for sure. So I think hopefully Saturday. Second road game. Hopefully the team will be more adjusted to playing on the road and they'll wind up securing the sweep and advancing into a round two matchup with, it looks like, the Heat, who might sweep the Hawks in their own right. They've been killing them throughout the throughout their series so far. So that's going to do it for this brief episode of Trust the Podcast. Just wanted to get our quick thoughts out on the game. Eli, before we wrap up, wouldn't you say if we didn't win that game, this would have been probably a lot more angry of a podcast, wouldn't you say? Yeah, this would have been a rant cast is what it would have been. That's what us <laughs> watching the yeah, rant cast, for sure. That was definitely what the mood in the room was watching that game, especially, as we mentioned, that last possession before overtime. We were furious, but Embiid gets the game winner, miracle shot, wins us the game, and we're going to move on with a 3-0 series so thanks thanks to you eli for doing the podcast once again with me tonight we'll catch you back hopefully i'll have some sort of reactionary podcast after game four for sure and hopefully that'll be the last we see of this pesky toronto raptors team in the 2022 season thanks for listening go sixers yeah have and then a great matisse can day. play in every game from now on. <laughs> right exactly matisse we miss you go sixers <laughs> go sixers have a great rest of your day